It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Can you hear me all right? Consequence Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the episode, checking out the series. Do hope you hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover the new ones at Spotify and Apple Podcast at NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. You can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Uh, some of my recent uh, guests have included uh, Bethany Cosentino from Best Coast. We had uh, Emily Kinney on to talk about uh, with The Walking Dead and her new album. Uh, we had the cast of Minx, including actress Elizabeth Perkins. Ellie Kemper dropped by to talk about Happiness for Beginners. Dylan Arnold was here to discuss Oppenheimer. He plays Frank Oppenheimer. Keanu Reeves dropped in to talk about Dogstar, his band Dogstar. Uh, we also had Janelle Monet, Greta Van Fleet, Lucinda Williams, Ian Hunter, Nick Hexum from 311. Those are just a few of the recent guests we've had and what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest is Fosia. Going to be talking about her latest single called La 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 and proclaiming that this is a dull summer. She'll talk about more about that. But the, uh, the Moroccan Canadian singer songwriter is going to hash out why she's going for a more up-tempo sound with her latest set, uh, keeping her influences hidden for a more original sound, and not having an Arabic Western pop artist to look up to when she was young. Uh, Fozzie is also going to discuss why she decided to cover Eiffel 65's I'm Blue. It's uh, a very different reading than the original. And that, contrary to some interpretations, last year's Citizens release was only an EP, meaning that she's yet to release her debut album. We're going to talk more about that as well. All that and more as we discuss La La La. It's Kyle Meredith with Fosia. Hi! It's a pleasure to have you on here. I've been so enjoying the new music that you've been putting out lately. Uh, Thank so you. So first off, yeah, congrats on that one. And, and you seem like you've had a busy summer, too. I mean, what did I just see you were... Where were you? Were you uh, Kuala Lumpur? Was that right? Yes, Kuala Lumpur and also in Indonesia. 
Um, and I had two shows there that went so spectacularly and the crowds were just so sweet and so warm. Um, and it was the longest travel ever. Like I, it definitely took the number one spot. It took me two days to get back home. And one of my flights was 16 hours. So it was really, <laughs> it was really on the other side of the world, but it was so worth it. And I can't wait to go back already. I also got to meet some monkeys. So. Yeah, yeah I, I know there are places like, like, there's a lot of places in the world that, you know, if 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 you didn't know any better, you would think, no, I'm close to home, I could be close to home, like, but I think like, that's one of those spots of the world that really is like somewhere else. No, for sure. Because you take one flight, you know, to, let's say Los Angeles, and then you're like, okay, now I'm, I'm in a different part of the world, because I'm from Canada. And then you take another flight to Singapore, and you're like, okay, now I'm really somewhere different but then you take another one and you're like where am I going like this is it's just it really puts it in perspective when you land in like just the most different places and they're like each flight brings you to a whole new world and you're like wow I feel like I'm really hopping like planets right now it's crazy now do you have like do you have a favorite place to escape to like vacation spot or touring spot I actually have never taken a vacation vacation um wow. but I've gone, but just yeah this last um month I kind of took like a week off and and I went camping kind of like in a cabin in the middle of nowhere so I don't know if that counts but I'm always busy busy on the go but I would love to go to Japan legendary audiences there you know for for the music uh, like it's it it always surprises me especially like like they still have such a like rock scene and they have CD stores. Like they still buy CDs like in mass. Like yeah, it's so crazy. Super cool. super cool. I mean, everything there that I've heard is that they're very futuristic, but still very old school. Somehow they managed to do both very well. And that's so intriguing to me. And I want to check it out. And like, I, I love the fashion. I love, I heard the food is amazing. I just, it's, it's my number one spot. I really want to go there. So hopefully, hopefully this next year. Yeah, well, seeing how things are going for you, I imagine, you know, the world tour uh, is, is going to be happening. And and that's just, you know, it brings us around to the music, too. You're coming off like, let's see, Citizens came out, what, last year? Yeah, so it came out in May of last year. So it's been a little over a year now. Um, and there was kind of like an, an eight-month-ish break with no music. But of course, I had to get back to it because I can't stay away from music and I can't stay away from releasing music. So I, it is now a dull summer. So it's all up tempo, fun songs for the summer. Um, and I'm having so much fun with it because it's kind of a little bit out of my comfort zone. I, I love to make emotional and, you know, more dark sounding songs and ballads and stuff like that. So to have this summer that is dedicated for fun, dedicated to fun and dedicated to just up-tempo, upbeat anthems that you can dance to and have fun to, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's very different for me and, but still feels kind of like home uh, because of the, the melodies and because of the lyrics still having some sort of message in them. Yeah, it's interesting because, the, you know, Citizens did seem like this thing that you were building to and, and for it to hit, like, it sounds like this is a new era. Like, do you consider it like that? Like, this is something completely. Yeah, so I actually see this kind of as a, 
as a transition period because Citizens was kind of a long work in progress. It took years to build it and to, to drop it and release it. And it almost feels like there's different versions of me in it. Like you can hear it in RIP Love and in Minefields being very different. But if you've been following me from the start, you know that they're also very much me and my sound. And I like to just bounce between those two worlds. Um, and so this Dull Summer is a transition period between Citizens and my debut album. Um, and so I, I'm i trying to connect both worlds and also have fun with it at the same time. <laughs> and we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E. P-R-O-Allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Fosia. You have such a defined sound. Like, you really do. Like, there are hallmarks we find in your music. 
like I'd, I'd be curious, like, do you even hear your influences in your songs, whoever they may be? Because a lot of times I think they'd be more obvious, but I don't know that they are for you. Thank you. Um, You know, I always like to say that I feel like a melting pot of different things. And at the same time, I'm always striving to create something new and trying to do something that hasn't been done before. So I'm really happy that you almost feel like I have influences, but you don't know what they are. Because <laughs> that's that's exactly um, what I strive to do. And so, I mean, I grew up listening to pop divas and I grew up listening to, you know, Beyonce and Rihanna and Gaga. And so to me, hearing their voices and hearing their just powerful performances, that is something that I wanted to do with my career. But I also grew up listening to Arabic music. And so that creeps itself, uh, that creeps its way into my melodies or my vocal delivery and performance. And I think that's why it's a little bit like you can't quite put your finger on what it is because it's kind of very random, um, but still feels um, like pop music. So which is my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> and, and to me, as you're saying, I mean, representing multiple cultures like that, like, like, do you find that you really, I mean, it could just be a natural thing that comes out of you, but do you find that you want that represented specifically in any way for any reason? I mean, I do in the sense where it's, it's true to me and it's real to me. And I, there wasn't anyone like that when I was growing up, like there weren't any um, Arab Western pop artists and so I think it's very cool and I think that scene is growing a lot now too I'm seeing a lot of artists pop up that are doing their in their own way that type of music and I I think it's really special because it's like such an undiscovered and new world so there's like the sky is the limit and and I think it's really cool now if you know a younger um younger kid is looking up at you know the music and being like I want to do that now that I know it's possible and that I know that there's a world for it I'm I would be so happy one day if if that was the case well especially even too like you talking about as a transition period like what does that mean for your voice and I, I think that mean your voice as an instrument like like do you find that you're trying to take it somewhere else as well because songwriting is one thing but then you have that thank you um it's it's really cool that you asked that because with these songs i i like to sprinkle like vocal like vocalist moments in them but to me the these songs aren't meant to be like like ah, i'm singing singing and try to sing like this and ah, it's so hard or whatever like i'm not trying to like sing the hardest songs that i could possibly try to sing i'm i'm just having fun with it and exploring a new part of my voice that's just like more chill and and like the main focus isn't like oh listen to this like big chorus um which i've done before and i will continue to do but i just wanted it to feel like kind of effortless and like i wasn't trying so hard yeah it's always fun when you hear singers like some singers they'll talk about different voices almost like characters and mm -hmm. maybe that's what it takes to embody those voices sometimes uh, does that do you do you find yourself like doing that at all I mean, yeah, this summer, like just the fact that I call it a doll summer, I feel like I try to I'm singing like a doll, like, oh, you know, just like, oh, it's not hard. Like what? Like sing the song. OK, like, you know, just doll behavior. Um, whereas in the past, like Fosia, that wasn't the doll or whatever, was just like very like intense and serious. And I love doing that. 
but I'm just, it's so much more playful right now. And I, I will go back to the more heavy hitting and serious stuff. Um, and lots of people are like, oh no, like people, some people love this sound and some people are like, what happened to your ballads? What happened to your emotional stuff? And I'm like, don't worry. Like, it's still a huge part of me and it's going to come back. Um, I'm just having fun with it right now. Let's, let's hear about that new single then, you know, la la la. Mm-hmm. Um, easy to say, easy to remember. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just throw it out. What's the story behind this one right here? So the story behind this one is pretty simple. I mean, I, I'm somebody who internalizes a lot of like, if somebody's close to me, I'm going to internalize a lot of what they say and just like, let it repeat in my head. And the lyrics to this one are very simple, but it also is a very big message to me that I try to take and like actually apply to my life and to just say like if somebody is not good for you and in the past for a reason anything that they say from this point forward is la 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 and you move on and you move forward and it's like you don't give it importance because the second that you might be like wait what does that mean and you start to like dwell on what they're saying you might like find yourself you know, going back into your old ways and being like, maybe this person should be in my life when you cut them out for a reason. Um, and so that's that's what the song is to me. I love you sounds like la la la. Say you want me back, but I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, there's no future for this person, right? No. Like, no door open. <laughs> like, and I hear about that, like... Um... It's not even slightly ajar, the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. I like this, whoever this was, like, they really screwed themselves. I mean, you hear that a little bit in uh, in in "Don't Call Me," like in there as well. Do you find that you ever write not necessarily sequel songs, although maybe, but sort of in a linear fashion like that, from one that, that the same story carries over? Yes, absolutely. I think because I write all my stuff, I will always seem to find that there's like what keywords that I reuse or a certain topic that people be like oh this is I can tell when I wrote the song just by like what the content is about and all of the songs funny enough that are coming out this summer have something to do with talking or phones or calling and I didn't even realize that that happened but again it was just because I wrote all of these in like a period of time and I thought it was so funny because I'm always like singing about like don't call me or I'm calling you or don't talk to me or I'm talking to you. It's like it's it's all very similar. And we'll be right back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Fosia. And of course, I got to bring it up because you covered I'm Blue, which out of left field for me. I didn't see that coming. And what an interesting reading you gave of that. Why? (laughs) So it's actually a funny story. Back in 2019, um, my family went down to Los Angeles with me when I was uh, when I spent the summer there recording and we rented a car and for some reason, somebody's phone had 
just I'm blue downloaded on Apple Music. So every time we would get in the car and turn it on, I'm blue would start playing. And it was like, oh, listen up, here's a story. And it would literally, and it became kind of like a running joke. And it was just kind of like, you know what? This song would kind of sound fire if it was slowed down and sounded very moody. Cause I heard the lyrics so many times. I was like, they're kind of really sad. And so I took it upon myself to write a second verse and slowed it down. And I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed doing that. And I really loved the way it turned out. And so I posted it and I put it up years ago and then ended up like on a Netflix show, which kind of revived it years later, which is what is like the craziest thing about the music industry is that you never know what could get picked up. And they picked that song up from years ago and People, people were just like, where is the song? Where I can't find it. So I put it up on Spotify this year, like four years later. <laughs> yeah, and, and luckily that's where I found it. That's when I found it. So it's like, <laughs> and it is, you made this song that is sort of ridiculous, not like suddenly, like, it's like you're that like, I, there's no emotion in that song and there's real emotion in that song. Well done. There really, yeah, there, really, there is so much emotion. And that's another thing with like the songs coming out this summer that I wrote, um, because they're super up tempo or whatever it is, you might not at first listen hear the emotion, but when you slow it down or when you really take it in, then you're like, oh wait, yeah, there's act these lyrics have something deeper to them. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing all the rest of the stuff that comes out, and then, and then what is this? You know, we we it, this is semantics. We play with with words in the music industry. What is an album? What is an EP? You know, what was Citizens? Citizens is what, eight tracks? Is this, was that a debut album? Is that another EP? Is there still an album on the way? Um, so it wasn't a debut album, although it really did feel like one because so much of like the beginning of my career and so many songs that meant the world to me were in that project. Like they were really heavy songs for me. Um, it was a prequel to my debut. So the fact that I saw like everyone had that reaction to it and everyone considered it a debut album. I'm like, no, that's just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> like, and so it was, it was a taste for the listeners to know what's to come. So what is that? Like, maybe that takes the weight off too. Like that's not an album. It's it that that's, so what does that mean? Like whenever that eventually happens, whenever the album, you know, arrives, what does it mean then for those songs that make up that record? Is it something else, I guess, is what I'm getting at? Does that make sense? It feels to me like it was like a prequel. Like it's still a part of the story. It was just the beginning. Um, and when the album comes along, I do think that these songs are attached to it. And I do think that they have a place in that world, um, even though they could or could not end up on the the debut project. So that's that's what it is to me. They still mean something in this chapter. Uh, they just came before. Well, I'm looking forward to it all. And Fosia, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk about it today. Congratulations on all the success. success. Uh, and I know that I'll be looking to see that tour date in Japan. Very <laughs> thank you so much. And my thanks to Fosia. The new single is called La La La. Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode and the series again. Hit that subscribe button. You do that, and I'll give you three brand new interviews sent to you every single week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you can keep up to date with your favorite artists and discover the new ones. 
at uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, at uh, NPR, WFBK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith With. And then after that, do me a favor, head over to WFPK.org. I know you have to click somewhere, you have to type something in, but I promise I'll make it worth your while. Because every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern for four hours, I play the biggest in new music. We do lots of classics. There's music news and bonus interviews. Uh, one of my recent episodes, one of my recent shows, had the, the music of Sean Colvin and U2, Tori Amos, the Beastie Boys, Beck, R.E.M., Karim Bailey Ray, Mark Ronson, Fleetwood Mac, Nina Simone, Bill Withers, the Smashing Pumpkins, and the Foo Fighters, and Joan Jett, and the Kills, and Prince, and the Grateful Dead, and Leve, and the Smiths, and David Bowie, and the Strokes, and Blur, and my interview with Nick Hexum of 311. That's just an example of what you get every weeknight at 6 p.m. when you listen to WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also, of course, find me on the social media spots, any of the social media spots. My address is always at Kyle Meredith, except no substitutes. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, Kyle. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.